Okay, we are in Sefer Micha, Perik Vav, the next to last Perik of Sefer Micha. And unfortunately, the Navi continues today on very severe Tochacha B'nai Israel, but with a very interesting metaphorical twist that we haven't really seen often. And that is, Hashem is calling on Micha to invoke a Bezdin, a court, a trial, where the defendant, of course, is B'nai Yisrael, who because of their faithlessness, their lack of appreciation, their failure of Yerushalayim, have so angered the Kaddish Baruch Hu that he is demanding, as it were, justice. So we get right into it. Shimuna Esasher Hashem Omer. Listen, and this, the Kaddish Baruch Hu is talking to Micha. Listen to what the Kaddish Baruch Hu is saying. Kum riv esaharim v'sishmana hadvaros kolech. Call forth the mountains, call forth the hills, let them hear your voice. In other words, you are summoning them. Rashi says haharim refers to the avos, the gvaos, the lesser hills, are the imahos. He is invoking our avos and imahos to be witnesses to this trial. Shimuharim, listen you mountains, as Riv Hashem, the complaint, the battle of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, for a sonim mosde aretz, and listen you foundations of the earth, as Riv Hashem imamo, because the Kaddish Baruch Hu has a contentious battle with his nation, Yisrael Yisrakach, and he will have a discussion, a vikuach, as it were, with his people. The um, Malbin says that there's a difference between a riv and a battle and a vikuach. A riv is settled by sometimes force, and it is an intensity, a ferocity. A vikuach is a more logical reason discussion. And that's what the Kaddish Baruch Hu is intent on having. Ami me'asisolcha, now you're addressing B'nai Yisrael, my nation. What have I done to you? Umehelasicha anebi. And what have I done to Halasicha would be to weary you or tire you? Anebi, answer me. The question the Rambam says the Kaddish Baruch Hu is posing here is, I've tried to make everything so easy for you that it's not fatiguing and burdening. Specifically, we're talking about the Karbanos. Says the Rambam in Mora Nebuchim, do I make you go into the woods and forests getting animals that are, you know, beasts of the uh, jungle, etc., for your korbanos? No. I ask you to bring korbanos of the animals that you have domesticated, that you go no further than your own homes, the, the calves, the lambs, etc., uh, the rams. It's, I make it as easy as possible. <coughs> I'm trying to do it with just a minimum of exertion. And, and look at the history. 
Have I not raised you up from Mitzrayim and from the house of slavery I have redeemed you? The first one saying, no slaves ever came out of Egypt but the Jewish nation. They just never got out alive. Two, one refers to the physical subjugation that Mitzrayim imposed, the other, the spiritual, as it were. Continues the Navi, and I sent before you as leaders, as Moshe, Aaron, Umiriam, I gave you the greatest of leaders. Um, Moshe was there, says the Mephorshim, to teach you the halacha, the rules of Judaism. Aaron was there so you could achieve kapara. Miriam was there specifically for the women to teach them this. Moreover, there were nisim. Each one performed a nase for B'nai Israel. Moshe was the man. Aaron was the Anon, the cloud of the, that followed B'nai Israel, led B'nai Israel to the Midmar. Miriam was the Be'er, the well. And we know that it was on the schus of these three people that these Nisim were granted because the minute they died, they stopped the Mun, the Anon, and the Be'er. So that I gave you the best of leaders. Remember what Balak, the king of Moab, advised. And what Bilam answered him. So, interestingly enough, this from here on is the mafter for Pasha's Balak. We see, of course, the connection. And we know, of course, Balak was the one who told he was the king of Moab, but he commanded Bilam who was the prophet of the non-Jewish nations uh, par excellence in those days, to curse B'nai Yisrael. And Bilam ben Baor says, "Why? how can I curse them in the end if God has not? And we know that would, after that, Minashitim at HaGilgal, you sin from Shitim, which is where the sins with the uh, women of Moab occurred, and Gilgal is when you crossed the Yardane, there's when you built Avodah Zorah, that it was never any good from one end of the country to the other. Lamandas Sitkos Hashem, and the whole purpose was that you should know the righteousness of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and you didn't. Continues the Navi. Bame'akteim Hashem, and we should point out as well, Bilam's greatness or his uh, unique power was that he alone knew the exact, says the Gemaritanus, he knew exactly that millisecond of the day that the Kaddish Baruch Hu grows angry at B'nai Israel. And his plan was, he knew the minute or second, he would then curse B'nai Israel. How would he curse B'nai Israel in such a brief millisecond? The answer he would say, kill aim, like that fast, kill them. And that Nebuah would be accomplished. And yet, as Rashi says, the Kaddish Baruch Hu says, I never lost my temper. I never grew angry at that time. I watched over you. Uh, so, Hashem. So you're asking, or you should be asking, how can I appease the Kaddish Baruch Hu? How can I humble myself 
Should I bring just unlimited amounts of olos, korbanos, could I offer my prized cattle that of one year, my calves, my cows, my bulls? Does the Kaddish Baruch Hu, do you think, really want a thousand of your rams? That would be 10,000 nachalei shemen, 10,000 streams of oil for your korbanos. Should I give my firstborn uh, for my sins? Pare bit me the fruit of my looms, katasi nashi to give for the uh, sins of my soul. Nonsense, especially the last two. Sacrificing one's bachara, sacrificing one's children is a paganism. It's about a zara. The Kodesh not only doesn't want it, does not, will not take it, uh, it forbids it. It is an avera. So that's not going to bring you to Hashem. Tell them what is good, what they can achieve rapport or closeness with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And now comes certainly one of the most beautiful psukim in Micha, one of its most famous, if not one of the most beautiful psukim in all Tanakh. Ma Hashem In the last analysis, what does the Kaddish Baruch Hu ask of you? To do justice, the Avas Chesed, to love mercy and good deeds, and walk humbly with your Lord. Those are the distillation of the 613 mitzvahs into three. And so the first two, of course, cover Ben Adam Lechavero. The last, Atzneya Lechesim Elokecha, is Adam Lamokom. That's all you have to do. It's a simple formula. Notice it says Ahavas Chesed, love Chesed, not do Chesed. You've got to love, when we Jews are commanded to do chesed, righteousness, good deeds, we've got to love what we're doing. We've got to do it because we love the act of chesed itself that we're helping a fellow Jew. Kol Hashem ear yikra, and the Kaddish Baruch Hu's voice goes out to the city. The city is alternatively Yerushalayim, or Shomron, the capital of the Ten Tribes. Yerushalayim is Shushio Yereshmecha. Shushio is one who has wisdom, one who has insight. He will see and will fear your name. Shimu Mate Umiyei Oda. Because here is the rod, the rod of punishment. And Umiyei Oda, who cannot who can deny it or who can um, understand the punishment that will come from the rod as the um, Rashi says, if he can have the ability, um, rather phrase it alternatively, he has the ability to make a gezerah on these punishments. Do you think he will have problems filling out the punishments or fulfilling what he has prophesied against you? Now we're going to come back to that constant theme of the Nevi'im and B'nai Yisrael. Not so much the Avodah Zarah here, but the extortion 
the complete exploitation of the poor, of each other, using as a metaphor the weights and measures. We saw in just this past Shabbos Sedra that the, the last, next to last commandment was you shall not own false weights and measures. Notice the Avera isn't to have them, it's to use, I'm sorry, to use them, it's to have them. Because when you use false weights and measures, it, what it does is nothing less than unravel the fabric of a society. Because if you're jipping each other on penny anti prutos, you cannot have a just society. But you just said the Avera is to own them? It's to own them is the Avera. If you read uh, just having them in your possession, mm-hmm. if you read the next to last minutes of Kisese, it says you shall not have weights and measures. It doesn't say you should. You can't use them, but you can't even start from the basis of having them as an avera. So, continues the navi. Oda eish base rasha otsros resha the efas razon zuma. Are there still houses of the rich who have exploited the poor, who have these weights, who have these storehouses of wealth? And the Afas Razon Zuma, they have these pouches, as it were, of false weights. They have the big stone when they're going to buy something and tip the scale. They have smaller coins and so on when they're going to sell something. So that it's all extortion, it's all exploiting one another. Interesting. Will I achieve justice with these scales of wickedness? Ubakis of how? Ubakis Avne Mirma in a pocket full of these false stones and measures. And this could be the Mafortune say the Navi saying himself, look. I'm a Navi, I try to be faithful to the Kaddish Baruch Hu and, and to everything the Torah stands for. Could I withstand having these false measures and false uh, weights and not exploiting, not using them to just um, destroy my, my uh, fellow man? And Resh Efas Razon Zauma, meaning these weights that make thin. What you do, says the Mephorshim, is that you so cheat your fellow man out of food, out of sustenance, that he becomes thin and weak from the lack of, 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 of food. Asher Ashireha Malu Chamas, your wealth that you've acquired is filled with Chamas, with this penny ante chiseling. The Yoshvela Dibre Sheker, the residents speak just words of Sheker, Ulashonam Ramiya Bafiyim, there is the language of deception and trickery in their words. And I, in turn, have taken out my punishment. I will punish you for what you have done, for the sins you have done here in this total exploitation of your fellow Jew. Now, in language so reminiscent of the Tochacha, you will eat. You will not be satiated. And you will uh, have these pains in your stomach, etc. You will be struck with intestinal diseases that you will be bent over in pain. You will 
escape, but you will not get away. And if you get away, it's temporary. I am going to turn you over to the sword for death. You will plant, you will not be able to harvest. You will trample olives below Tosuch Shemen, and you will not get forth olive oil from it. Vatirosh, wine, you will trample on the grapes below Tishtayayin, you will not drink of its wine. Vayishtamer chukos omri v'chol maaseh beizachar. And what you did, Vayishtamer, you guarded, you cherished the chukos, which is sarcastic, of Omri. Omri was the father of Achav. Omri was as wicked. In fact, some say he was more wicked than his son Achav because he was the one that really introduced the worship of the Baal. And so you've, you've cherished his limudim, as it were. The of everything Achav did, you, you kept to, you guarded. You went in their counsel in the ways of what they urged you to do. And for that, I will give you over to desolation. Your inhabitants will do the shreko. Literally, when people see what I have done to the land and to you, Lashreka, they will whistle, whistle in, in disbelief that such a fate could have happened to such a great nation. And you will bear the humiliation and the shame of my people. Notice we're still called on me. You are still on me. So, but, so we end on a very sad note and wish we could say tomorrow will be any better, but 8.45 a.m. tomorrow, the last parak in Sefer, Micha, 8.45, be there. Ad Khan.